Where's all that stuff come from? All right, here we go. I'm going to rotate. All right, I got to go back. Having some setbacks, technical difficulties. I'm trying to charge my phone at the same time. It's not working very good. I'll just have to do this. Maybe I won't run out. All right. A little different. A little different. Uh, not such a glare. Not such a glare. Well, here we are. We're seven o'clock. We'll give it a few minutes. See, everybody's coming on. Had a lot of uh, Facebook friend requests today for some reason, <laughs> and I'm like, "Woo!" <laughs> There's a bunch of them. So we'll give it a couple minutes, and we can do the uh, do the little rundown. A lot of a lot of good stuff happening. Still keeping the faith, keeping the hope up. Tim Stalker, he's the steady one. All right. Well, okay, a little after seven here, so you know again, uh <laughs> little Jim Frizzell. Gets questioned by the FBI. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, it was actually really exhilarating, to be honest with you. It was like, uh, you know, what in the world is going on here? Uh, but first, the first part of the whole story is I was going to work and they came to the house and uh, Ann thought it was one of her friends. So she goes out there and then they, they come out, one of them gets out in a suit. And uh, the other guy was not wearing a suit, but the one guy was wearing a suit. And uh, Ann thought there was a Jehovah Witness. So she ran back in the house, was going to try to shut him out <laughs> until they started flipping their badges, you know. And then she's like all panic mode. And uh, it's pretty funny. I was in, getting a haircut, so she's trying to call me. And of course, I'm not answering. You know, phone's in a truck. And, uh, and then when I got out, I had all these text messages like, Call me right away. This ain't funny. The FBI are here. They're looking for you. And I'm like, you know, then she's like, what'd you do? What'd you do? I'm like, I don't know. I didn't do anything. You know, not that I know of. You know, I didn't do anything. Uh -huh. So they leave and she calls. She calls. Uh, I'm talking to her and she's like, well, here's his number. You need to call this guy. And uh, so I tried before calling him. I tried to call my attorney, Mark Quinn, and well, he didn't answer. And by the time I hung up, the uh, special agent, man. I mean, it's like special, not even just the FBI, but special agent right there. Look at that. He says, Hey, you got five or 10 minutes to take care of this stuff. And I'm like, I'm like, well, yeah, where you at? He's like, I'm me sick at the roundabout, you know, and I told him where I was. And um, he come down and uh, we started talking. <laughs> oh man, it was, it was a, uh, so he, basically, Whoever it was, we stepped on some toes or whatever took place. We stepped on some toes because, you know, I asked, I says, uh, 
well, what seems to go place? Well, we just heard some rumors you were at the, you know, Trump rally and, you know, we really wanted to get your feedback on is really where they were trying to say and stuff. So they were asking me my feedback on the Trump rally. And he said, some people say that there was other people dressed up as, you know, MAGA and they're, they're the ones that broke in. And he asked me, so what do you think? And I'm like, well, I don't really know. But the reason we buy into that theory is because we're just passive people. I mean, we're not out to hurt nobody. So if somebody comes up with a theory like that, we believe that because that's really how we are. You know, you like that you intend to believe people about how you are. I mean, if you're up, upstanding and straight shooting, you just believe that for people. And uh, so we talked quite a bit and, uh, you know, he, he loved our podcast. That's great news. He's like, I love the podcast. I said, thank you. He said, it's kind of funny and uplifting. And I'm like, well, I, I appreciate it. You know, we do the best we can. Um, so we keep going from there. So it was kind of an interesting little thing. And I said, I didn't even know you guys knew where Calva was, is what I told him. And he's like, we didn't. <laughs> so it was a pretty good thing on that going down and uh, learned a couple things also I'll bring up later on. And uh, here's one thing, though, I'm going to tell you right now. If my little podcast are, are bringing the FBI to Calva, Michigan, What do you think with that little guy? You think that'll bring the FBI? We'll be freaking knocking down doors. Our little Trump mega man right there, if you can see him. So that's our new our new star of the show. I don't know what we do with him, but we're going to keep him. Well, that's our uh, little mega man, so... All right, so here we go. This is good stuff, so it was kind of fun. There's a lot of interesting thing going on. Uh, you just got to be careful what you believe out there. You know, you really got to be careful. Uh, I'm going to tell you one thing here. I'm going to a couple truths, really. Is uh, I had a friend of mine saying, man, I don't know why Donald Trump, <laughs> sumo, <laughs> John Hannick, sumo, yeah. He's like, I don't know why Donald Trump would call the – uh, Secretary of State in Georgia and tell him he needs like, you know, 11,000 some, you know, votes. Why would he do that? And the problem is the media only shows parts of this clips and they don't really tell you the whole truth. But uh, the truth is, what he's, you know, and I'm going to paraphrase, but I'm going to tell you what he's thinking. And he called him up and he said, you know, the 50,000 votes you stole, that's going to get me in trouble saying it right there. I just need 12,000 of them back, you know. 11,000 and some change. And I really believe that it was also a, a stretch of grace because when they approve these electorals, and, and if all this is true, if this is all fraudulent, if these um, letters and uh, testimonies from Italy and other countries are fact, everybody that approved electorals will now, you know, uh, go to prison. It's treason. So, I think it was a little bit extended mercy for that. So we'd like to do good there. Uh, the other thing I'd like to say too is, you know, I was, you know, I've been debating back and forth on Pence, Vice President Pence, right? It was, it was uh, discouraging, you know, for him to not stand up. But, uh, and I know Trump said that he has the authority to send back those electorals and uh, Pence said he did not have the authority. 
And I was listening and watching some of the uh, constitutional lawyers. Um, they said it's really how you read it. You know, some people can read it's there. The other people, it's, it's really not cut and dry, that particular part of it. And so it's kind of like the, you know, beauties in the eye of the beholder. Some people think you're good looking. Some people think, you know, you're not. And this is probably the Constitution where, you know, maybe Trump read it his way and then Pence read it his way. So, but then I see yesterday they uh, had a meeting, got together, talked. I like seeing that. And then I heard somebody else say something uh, yesterday, too. I can't remember where I seen it, but it was, you know, if we agree 80% of the time, that makes us friends. It doesn't make us 20% enemies. And I thought that was a very good way to, to put it. I mean, we're not always going to agree. And it doesn't make us enemies because we don't. And we got to just remember that stuff. You know, that's a good good lock and hold to hold on to as I'm waiting for the FBI. <laughs> uh, that's good stuff. They told me I could say they were they were here. I just couldn't mention any names, and I'm all right with that. You know, so, and I had a good time. It was fun. Um, we want to give a shout out to uh, Marjorie Green. She's a Republican uh, representative, and she's taking a stand strong. She is standing strong. And uh, I can't imagine the threats that she's getting. She is just standing tough. Um, and um, it's good. There's good, strong leadership in that lady right there. And it's going to push forward for us for sure. For sure. So, all right, because of, uh, you know, my FBI, I can't go longer than 20 minutes anymore. They had to cut me down a little bit. They said, hey, you got to keep that between 15. And, you know, uh, they really didn't. I'm just making that up. But. So we're going to try to keep it short. We're going to call out a few people. And I just heard uh, recently Mitch McConnell is going to side with uh, the impeachment. Mitch McConnell. I mean, I'm just, it's amazing me uh, on how weak these people are. And it's really not that much weak as it is corrupt. You know, it's like my very first podcast, wherever it was, you know, I, I realized we're blaming the Democrats and it's really our own family members that is that is trying to take us down. And now they're coming against Trump. They're corrupt. Seventy percent of Congress is corrupt. Seventy percent. So when this whole thing goes down. There's going to be a lot of empty seats. I think I said that the other day. I mean, it's just people are going to go to jail and prison. This is. And how many Republican parties? I was going through some of these Republican parties that said they voted, right? And I might have said it yesterday. But these people are voting for one state, and that was it. They're just showboating so that they can play the same card they always play that, no, oh, no, I voted. I voted, you know. They just don't leave out the, the whole truth. And so they play that card on us. And, and these people, you know, even, you know, John Kennedy, as great as a guy as he is, he voted for one state, you know, one state. Well, there's a lot of states out there. There's a lot of states where the, if, in my eyes, and I'm sure in your eyes, it just looked very corrupt. Very bad. And then somebody stole it. And, uh, um, and these guys go after they, they one state. 
So we're back to the same thing as what they're doing. And we need to, we really need to, you know, call these people out each and every day. And I don't know who had that much power to get the FBI to Jim Frizzell's house <laughs> four days into a, uh, you know, podcast that he all of a sudden decided to do. Um, so there's somebody higher up, which means we're stepping on toes. And that could be bad. I think it's good, but it could be bad, you know. Uh, but you got to remember, people only get offended. This is the truth right here. People only get offended if you tell them a truth they don't like. If you tell somebody the truth and they don't want to hear it, that's when they get offended. So whoever it was they called and whatever they said, there's an offense. They're just offended, you know. Um, and uh, so we know there's there was people that actually called and turned to sin. So, but and then they want to check on being at the rally. You know, if we had any guns, and we didn't. We we didn't do any of that stuff. We kept it pretty calm, and so forth. So, but again, let me show you. For those of you that might have just joined, we got the uh, new Mega Man here. I forget what he called these things again. Gnomes, the Mega Gnome. This is uh, my new friend. Look at the thumb, thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, love it. I love it. I think Rush Limbo would like that. To be honest with you, somebody get that to Rush. He might want to buy one. You know, homemade. My wife made it actually. She makes a lot of gnomes, and I said, "Hey, can you make a Donald Trump gnome?" And she's like, "Yeah." So it's pretty cool right there. All right, let's call some people out right here. We got a few people we got to call out. We got to get him ready. And of course, I mean, I don't know how many times can you call out McConnell? It's got to be a freaking million. But we really got to try hard work together uh, to reach these people. We really got we really got to let them know that we're dissatisfied uh, for their lack of strength. You know, and that's, uh, I mean, it's just bad. You know that. So we got James. Langford, we called him out yesterday. He's from Oklahoma, Senator. And again, I repeat, these are Republicans. And why am I calling out Republicans? Is I believe the Republicans been digging their own grave for uh, many years. And January seventh, two thousand twenty-one, they jumped in. They committed suicide. They did it to themselves. Um, and I think these people need to know. And it's going to be hard because elections, you know, every two years, it'll be hard to completely cleanse the Republican Party. It'd be really hard to cleanse it. So we really got to push for a new party and find that people we trust, the people we trust in there. Uh, of course, Kelly Loeffler, we talked about her. She, because of the riots at the Capitol, I can now not find it in good conscience, uh, to object to the electors. Oh, because of the riots in the Capitol. You're the one that got away with, uh, you know, uh, tax evasion and insider trading. I mean, she was inside the intelligence rooms when they found out about the COVID and she sold all her stocks and made millions. She got away with that. So all of a sudden now she's got a conscience that really has nothing to do with, uh, you know, anything, right? So Kelly Loeffler, uh, she's out anyway, I guess. We're all right with that one. So we got John Baruso from Wyoming. 
So this is what John says, and I'm going to read this. He says, my loyalty is to the Constitution and to the people of Wyoming. Allowing certified electrical votes to be counted is my sworn duty. Certified votes. See, the problem is, again, back to they didn't even try, man. These guys are not even trying. Not even trying. Somebody open up that garage door and let us see. They're trying to pretend now in Michigan. Did you guys see that? Oh, we're going to count 18,000 random votes. Well, let's count 18,000 random votes in Wayne County. <laughs> well, we just leave it right there. Wayne County, let's see what 18,000 random votes would look like down there. But they're just trying to pretend. They're trying to make it look like they're doing their job. And uh, uh, there's going to be a lot to pay for. All right, so we got Roy Blunt of Missouri. Blunt called Biden the president-elect after the Electoral College vote. Well, they lot of them did. But again, no backbone, no pressure. Roy Blunt from Missouri. So people from right now today, we got Wyoming and we got Missouri. So people out there in Wyoming, Missouri, you got friends, family in Wyoming, Missouri. These people got to know we love them. We'll have dinner with them. We'll have lunch. But you're not getting my votes no more. You turn your back on us. My vote would no longer go to this Republican Party. John Boozman, Boozman. Not one of the lawsuits filed found evidence. Well, first of all, John, uh, nobody looked at the evidence. I mean, they didn't find the evidence because they didn't look. Again, they did not open the garage door. So John pulls out because of that. Well, that doesn't make any sense to me. And as we learn more and more, this is more and more and deeper and deeper is how corrupt these people are. These are not just people that turn their back on you and me uh, and the other uh, 80 million votes that probably Trump got. These are corrupt people. These people uh, are taking bribes. You know, how do these people have six or seven houses and multi-million dollar lives on $185,000 a year salary? That's a good question. Senator Richard Burr from North Carolina. Burr just flat out said, no, I'm, you know, he's not going to object. Just flat out, no. So this is the hard-headedness that we talked about, that there's going to be, you know, there's going to be people that when all this starts breaking loose are not going to want to look at the truth and they're going to stiffen up and get hard-headed and, there's a good example of that is Richard Burr, just a flat out, no, 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 you know. And uh, there's many more, so there's quite a few there today. So, again, our, our goal, our part of the, the duty is just the Republican Party. That's our part. Um, so we want to make sure these Republicans know that we're not happy with them. And, uh, you know, and I know we're a passive people. But we just got to stand up. We got we to stand in the gap for a little while and watch some great things take place. And I'm going to keep the hope and keep the faith. And I'm just grabbing hold. I mean, that's what we got to do. And just remember these. When these people ask you any questions why you're not voting for them, just you didn't even try. I mean, they didn't even try for us. I was on Facebook yesterday. Somebody's back and forth on Facebook. 
you know, uh, Jack O'Malley was on there. And, and I couldn't get her to understand that he didn't even try. She's like, well, he's just one man. I know. But he didn't even try. Well, he's just in the Michigan House. I mean, but he could have objected in the Michigan House before the electorals left Michigan. He could have made his stance known because he knew it was, they all knew it was coming. It was, it's, it's not a surprise. We'll have dinner, lunch, whatever, but the vote's over. You know, when it comes to the political part now, uh, I don't know if I have any forgiveness left for these people. I just don't have any forgiveness left uh, on the political part. I forgive them. Like I said, I've lunch, dinner, whatever. But on the political, no, I'm not voting for you no more. So let's stay pushing forward. <laughs> okay. It's actually pretty uh, exhilarating, to be honest. I'm going to, he gave me an extra one, and I'm going to put it right next to my Donald Trump signed picture. <laughs> and he, I said, I told him that too. I said, I'm going to put it next to my Donald Trump picture. And he's like, I appreciate that. And I said, thank you. So we had one of the 99% good ones, the, the solid ones. And, uh, it was a pretty good conversation, and uh, he's a Bears fan, by the way. So, but it's good stuff. And uh, we're going to talk to you again another day from now when we get some more information, uh, especially on all the armored vehicles moving around all over the country. I'm going to try to get some more info on that. That seems to be all over um, crazy stuff. Uh, Trump is going to be on at 8 o'clock on Newsmax. So make sure you guys go to Newsmax. That's the report anyway that we have. You go to Newsmax and Donald Trump's supposed to be speaking. Um, so let's see what he has to say. And uh, we're going to keep letting these Republicans know that we're not happy. We're not happy with them no more. And we the people got to say a little something. We got to start standing up. And, you know, we might have to take one in the chin. And, uh, I mean, uh, there's a story in that, too. And I'm not ready to tell it yet. But uh, there's a story in that. And we got to push forward. We got to make the right decisions. We got to make good decisions and right decisions, and uh, and sometimes the right decisions hurt. Sometimes they really hurt. So, uh, other than that, you guys have a great night. I'll see you tomorrow. Keep praying for Donald Trump and his family. Keep them lifted up high. They need us, and uh, I'm still believing it's going to be a great day. Going to be a great day. This is James Rizal. Over and out.